Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Wednesday, June. July 13th, 2022. I'm Beckler. When you did that, the jowls of your mouth moved. July. Weird. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) I'm Shauna. Good to see you, Shauna. Good to see see your jowls move like that, too. Uh, Some housekeeping before today's podcast. Thank you to the over 200 people who have already filled out our our survey. Our recurring segments. It's very interesting to read. I mean, uh, we left a section for other at the bottom. Yeah. So we're having you rate your favorite recurring segments on the show. And then there's a spot at the bottom where you can put other. And it's interesting to read the comments on that. Um, I'll say this. I think on Friday, we're going to reveal the results of this survey. So you have time to take it before then. And I'll put the link in the description of this podcast again. But so far, I'm surprised at the results. Interesting. It's not what I would have thought in terms of which segments you prefer over others. And maybe you'll be surprised too. Or maybe not if you're the one voting. But uh, Friday, we'll we'll talk a bit more about that. Hell yeah. On today's show, we talk quite a bit about Stampede. The Heritage Moment is about Stampede, a few Stampede stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about something that some automakers are looking at doing and we do not like it. Nope. Not at all. No. Um, my dad said something, said something wild about something he prefers over something else. And I don't know if you'll agree with this or not. You and I both kind of understood where he was coming from. I get it. It's all, it's crazy, but I get it. The goat of naked people. Exactly what it sounds like. Shauna's ass is chapped due to how <laughs> airlines are working these days. Mm-hmm. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Mom, my pepper grinder's on the news. Come Mom, here. my whole fucker is there. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Johnny Goudreau has announced he won't be returning to Calgary. Uh, which means that he has a deal lined up with another team, almost certainly. Yeah. And uh, free agency starts, I think, at 10 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll get that information probably very shortly after where he's going. I would bet he's going to an American team. Yes, he's, I assume so. He sort of said it was a family decision, that he loved Calgary and the Flames and the fans and everything. But Yep. And probably wasn't a money thing either, because I'm sure the team would have paid him. He's from the States, so... He's from the States. He's mm-hmm. from New Jersey. He's so noisy. Maybe he ends up somewhere around there, New Jersey, mm-hmm. Philly. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see. Probably deserves a eulogy, though, wouldn't you say, Shauna? He's been a, a yeah. big, big part of this Flames team for quite a few years now. I'd say so. Would you say a few a few words yes. about Johnny Hockey's time in Calgary? Oh, yeah. We are gathered here today to remember Johnny Hockey Goudreau. Johnny joined the Flames in 2014, where he made his NHL debut in the last game of the season against the Canucks and scored his first NHL goal in his first NHL game. The rest is history. By 2016, he tied six in total points in the NHL. By 2018, recording 99 points in his season. Now, there were some darker days where Johnny wasn't so hockey. Like when he missed training camp, holding out for a bigger contract. Quite a couple years during the pandemic as well, but... You know what? Johnny Hockey did come back in a big way last year and lived up to his name once again. He was slightly less hockey. Slightly less hockey for a bit there, just briefly. Excellent in the playoffs this past season. That's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. 
Unfortunately, appears as though he'll be hockeying elsewhere in the future and we'll... <laughs> we'll have big, big skates to fill. Well, actually not in a literal sense because he's only 5'9". He's probably only like a size 9, maybe 8.5. Maybe even a 7. It is a bad nickname, isn't it? <laughs> I like the guy. Bad nickname. So your moderately sized <laughs> hockey skates will have to fill Johnny <laughs> oh, Hockey. Beckler, do you have music? I do. Yeah, okay. thank you for that. That was really beautiful. Well, thank, thank you. I'm sure. I hope Johnny gets to that. hear that. That was really nice. You too. <laughs> Sorry. Go! Oh, Johnny, go! Go! Oh, Johnny, go! Go! That was Johnny, that was, be good! Just as beautiful. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I've got a chapped ass, Beckler. Uh oh. Something that I would like to. <laughs> Let's talk put about some cream on it. Thank you, thank you. Well, this might help. Okay, this might help cream my chapped ass a little bit. Just being able to, to rant about this a little bit. So I have all these companion vouchers for flights and these air miles built up, just like everybody else right now. Yeah. I don't know if you've realized this, and we actually talked about this when the pandemic was happening and feared this might happen. But now, Air Canada and WestJet have basically doubled the cost of flights, knowing that everybody has all these companion vouchers and these air miles that they need to use. Wow, who saw that coming, hey? Uh, I know. I remember talking about that on this show yes. because, same as you, I was just like racking up all these points, all these miles. We let a couple of companion vouchers lapse, actually, so because there was nowhere to really go with it, right? And they have yeah. a deadline on them. And I think you and I said, when people start traveling again, when yep. all these routes are restored, there's no way they're just going to let everybody dump all these miles at nope, once. No, nope, because so, they need the money. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're so, suffering. And I mean, I understand, like, it was rough for them as well, but this just chaps my ass. Like, it, I still spent the money and I still did what I need to do to earn these, these points and get these companion vouchers. Mm -hmm. And now you're basically making them unusable. There are so many times that I was going to use these flights and companion vouchers and I looked at the, the cost for my boyfriend and I. And it was actually cheaper to use another airline than use that companion voucher and get that buy one, get one free really? flight. It was actually cheaper just huh. to leave it in the bank and go with another airline because they doubled, more than doubled the price in some ways. And the air miles that used to, you know, I'm in a long distance relationship. So it used to, you know, be a certain number of air miles for me to get to Saskatchewan yeah. or wherever and back. And it is actually double what it used to wow. be. I was just like. Yeah. And so many people, like they make. If you're a real air miles person, you will make purchasing decisions. I do. But you'll go out of your way yep. to make the purchase that gets you the most air miles. Mm -hmm. Or you'll pick a credit card that gets you the most yep. the most miles or the most points. And then you do this for a few years and now it's like, well, what what the hell did I do that for? Yep. I should have went with like a cash back credit card or a Greasy. <laughs> so I understand why you have a chapped ass Greasy. over there, Shauna. I, think a lot I of need us to are... lube it up over here. <laughs> The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday we were talking about Mark Roberts, who is the world's most prolific streaker. Yeah. He streaked at over 500 major events, everything from the Olympics to dog shows to synchronized swimming. Which the fact that we didn't know about him before that is shocking. I know. It seems like something I would know. But, totally. <laughs> uh, but I wondered aloud on the show yesterday if he might be the person who has been seen nude the most. The goat of naked people. The goat of naked people. Who in human history do you think would have been seen naked by the most people? Well, I mean, I feel like a porn star would... That's where you'd go... Maybe have been seen more than Mark Roberts, right? Like, Yeah, because Roberts is... I mean, the broadcasts cut away when he's when he streaks. So it's exactly. not like people on TV are seeing him naked. People no. in, this, in the stadium are. Yes. But you're limited by the size of the stadium. Then. Yes. And even if you... I mean... 
So I, I thought like the Jenna same Jameson thing. Jenna Jameson or Ron Jeremy, maybe one of them. So the most viewed video on Pornhub, and I had to go take a look last night to see what it was. I uh, feel like you probably just knew this offhand, but anyway. It's uh, Kim Kardashian's sex tape. Oh, okay. And it has 237 million views on Holy there. Holy And that crap. doesn't include all the times it would have been viewed on other sites or, you know, downloaded. Um, but those aren't unique viewers. Right. There would be lots of people going back and watching those videos again right. and again and again. So in terms of unique viewers, I wonder how many. But I was thinking, what if you what if you looked at other places where people are nude? What about in the paintings? Yes, in the art world. That's mm -hmm. I thought that too. Famous nude paintings. What's the most famous painting of somebody nude? What the the, the creation of Adam, maybe? Maybe. You know, where he's reaching out to touch God's finger? Yeah. But, I mean, I guess do you consider him to be a historical figure or is he so how many people would have viewed that painting in history? That would be right what, up there for sure. What about the Statue of David? Yeah. Right? You can see his schmeckle in that one. You totally so, can. There's a lot of nude paintings. Like, I'm trying to go through them all now. Well, yeah, what's the oldest? And But, like, so hmm. the creation of Adam was painted in, I think, the 1500s. And yeah. up until just recently, you would have had to actually go to it to see it, right? Yes. So that's going to limit the number of people who would have seen that painting. What's the one with the naked man? What's the... Da Vinci? The Vitru Vitruvian Man? The Vitruvian is the Man. One? Is that... Yeah, that's the one. Can you see his flap doodle in that? I thought so. I'm trying to picture it Am in my I head. Am I making it up? I think... No, I thought about... Here. Oh, yeah. His schmeckle's right there. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. It's a contender. And that's ancient. I gave this... A, I gave this a lot of thought last night, and I think I have the answer. I think the person who would have been seen the most nude in history would be Kate Winslet. Because she was naked in Titanic. Yeah. And everybody saw Titanic. And not only that, Kate Winslet is naked in all of Kate Winslet's movies. It's true, so, but then again, I mean, these ancient paintings and stuff, like people like see them everywhere. The way you're saying right? ancient is bothering me. I know, but I always, I'm never going to stop. Ancient. That's how I say no it, so let it go. Sound in there. Ancient. That's how I'm saying it. Um, sorry. So these ancient point. paintings, uh, I mean, people will see them everywhere, right? Like the Vitruvian Man is everywhere. And mm -hmm. so, so I don't know. I feel like that would be viewed more than Kate Winslet. Would more people have seen that than the hundreds of millions that saw Kate Winslet naked in Titanic and her other movies? I mean, if we're breaking it down also to the goat, would it not be Adam and Eve too? Like they're naked. They're covered in those in their depictions, mm, though, aren't true. they? Except yeah, for the, the creation of Adam. It's just like they have the... a fig leaf. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe okay. it would be from the art world. You're right. Because it appears in textbooks and reproductions. and Yeah. Like like everywhere. Every, everybody who's paying attention has seen the creation of Adam or the statue of David. So yeah. Maybe it would it's be tough. that. Maybe I mean, in modern day, I would say Kate Winslet, but I, I don't know. I feel like uh, these paintings and things have been around for centuries. So. so maybe we have the nude goat of the ancient world and, and the, the nude modern, goat of the modern world. The new the new goat <laughs> and the old goat. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was watching the news yesterday morning, and uh, they were, of course, talking about Stampede, and they had some shots from the grounds, as per usual, and then they cut to one shot. And it was the lower back half of some girls that were in Daisy Dukes. And uh, then it really right, really quickly, right at the end of the shot, shows this one girl's full cheeks. Like her <laughs> entire clapper was just hanging out there. And this was part of the national news. This was on the national news. And it was a fairly, you know, it's one of the uppity So her shorts, were, her shorts weren't doing their job, were oh they? My or God. maybe they were. Maybe that's exactly what she wanted. I'm sure. She's no, like, that's exactly what she more, wanted. More of my ass, Absolutely. please. Absolutely. That was it. She didn't. She, I, in fact, if she could not wear shorts, it looks like she wouldn't have. <laughs> it represented shorts 
enough to get away with wearing them. That was about it, though. It was the idea of shorts. It was the idea. It was the vague idea of shorts. If you wince a little bit and use your imagination, (laughs) she was wearing some shorts. And that's all you need, okay? That's all she needed to get through the grounds. I was laughing, though. I was like, did did nobody catch that? And it was one of those uh, those newscasts where they replay the, the news and the highlights oh, kind of every yeah. 15, 20 <laughs> minutes or whatever. So I was actually watching for the next. And I was like, well, that's not going to be there this time. Like somebody clearly would have seen that like I did. And sure as hell, it was there again. Really? Yeah. Well, the package was put together. Was, it was it was cut together, and they, that was it, hey? And they were just, I don't know if they all watched, and they're like, yeah, we're too lazy to cut that, or it's too late now, so we're just going to let that thunder bin hang out for the rest of the the broadcast or what but yeah then it comes again and i'm like oh my god there it is again i know the exact shot you're talking about yes. too I don't, I don't know what the technical name for it is but it's like where it's that really long shot where mm-hmm. you can kind of see people moving in and out of the frame yes. and it's like you, sometimes you can even see like the heat rising off the totally the heat waves coming off the tarmac you see it sometimes when they're doing like a story on overweight people yes and it'll just be like shots of people's lower halves we've talked about that before yeah. how you don't ever want to be that person they no. use when they're discussing obesity like you know, you're like you're watching the news you're like hey i mean this is that's much me this is much better than that right <laughs> like if you were watching the news and you saw your own that's or, my ass oh my god my stampede clogger and it's famous now look at that mom my pepper grinder's on the news come here my hoof pucker is there (laughs) good morning i just wanted to contribute to the short shorts yeah we call them them denim belts denim Uh, belts that is exactly what they are (laughs) yeah Almost cut red, but they're there almost more of like a harness though because you do have the strip coming down between the middle yeah but just barely like 2 a.m. when that strip deteriorates. It, it's true. They do, right? How hard is your us working these, G, these shorts? <laughs> well, not yeah, the well. us. It's your ass after clapping all night because you're dancing, right? It's just it wears yeah. them down, and maybe that's the oh, point. Thunder Thunderstorms are real. Oh, my God. That's totally... <laughs> It's like a gobstopper for your ass. It just slowly works on it, and it, it slowly just kind of gets smaller and smaller, and then by the end, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a different flavor every time it gets smaller. Oh, oh God. You, too. Oh, You, too. Hey. Thank what? you. Have a good day, guys. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So I was telling you, my parents are in the province for a wedding. They were in a wedding in Edmonton, and then they're down here visiting. Yep. And my dad said, he told me the other day that he would rather go to a funeral than a wedding. He's not a big fan of weddings. Okay. And I thought that was hilarious. Um, what What but is his reasoning for this? He said, funerals are over, they're over in an hour. So you go to a funeral True. and then it's done in an hour and you don't even have to stay for the reception after. You can just duck out if you want, as long you're, as you make your presence known. You're the, right. Right? As long mm-hmm. as you're there to support the person. Actually, yes, yeah. And uh, he said, there are fewer dumb speeches at a funeral too. This also is true. So, <laughs> I'm not. He said, if you were the types of speeches where it's like, oh, she's so beautiful. We've been best friends since we were 12. Uh. And, and the drunkenness like doesn't get <laughs> yep. to a level where the uh, then the speeches drag on. I mean, it's all. My dad's not a big drinker, so yeah. I think that kind of wears also. on him too, like when everything gets crazy. Yeah. And he said, just like you're expect, like you, you're expected to kind of stay for a while. I was about to they, say, yeah. You know, they've, they've, they've spent money on you to be there. But he's like, the dance starts, and then you can't talk to anybody, and it's just like, womp, 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 for the next, like, four hours, five hours. So he said, you look for the the opportunity where you can politely leave yep. 
where you've like put in enough time, but it's. I mean, I see where he's coming from. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, uh, where do you stand on, on weddings, Shauna? Do you enjoy being invited to weddings? Do you enjoy going to weddings? I do enjoy going to weddings. Um, if they're people I'm close with, obviously. Yeah. Sometimes you get invited to those weddings that you're not that close with, you know, or I mean, I'm going to one this weekend where I only know my boyfriend and it's going to be, okay. it's all his, his friends. And, and so you're there in a supporting role. I then. am there as a yep. support. And those ones that are not as fun because you just have to make small talk with a lot of strangers all night, which does get tiring. Yeah. And you can't really unleash because you, you just don't know these people. And <laughs> well, I mean, so you I, could, but you could, then you're right. kind of like, everyone's like, whoa, who's Cliff's this girlfriend? girl? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, maybe I'll do anyway because oh hell, why not? But yeah. Where I, is this wedding this weekend? Uh, in Regina. Okay. This one. Yeah. And I'm yeah. driving and seven hours to get there. That's so. the other thing, too, is they're expensive uh-huh. weddings, right? Funerals aren't that expensive. You have your one funeral outfit, and you go to the funeral, you're there for an hour, and then you're done. Well, yeah, but, and then you go and you, you look for the funeral sandwiches, down a few of those, <laughs> get some free lunch, and then frig off. So sorry for your loss, and you're out of yeah, there, Yeah, bye. Right? Like, okay, great. Yeah, I've, I'm not crazy about weddings either. Where are the like, pedophores? If it's... <laughs> Like if it's you said if it's one of my best friends, then yeah, of course I'd be very excited for totally to go watch them get married. But like, I've always said it is a commitment. If you're narrowing down your wedding guest list and you're yeah. like, oh man, who do we cut? You can cut me. It's okay. Yeah, me too. You go ahead and cut me, yeah. and I won't and I won't feel bad at all if I don't get invited. Yeah. So and I. <laughs> That's why I want to have a party instead, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll put out the funeral sandwiches for you. You don't have to stay. <laughs> Any longer than you want to, and we can all just have some drinks and hang out, okay? B and S in 20 minutes or less. Yeah, I don't think I would go as far to say as I would rather go to a funeral than a wedding, but... I mean... I, some people love weddings. Some people just love that, right? You're totally right. They yeah, and I'm, up and They love the speeches and stuff, and I'm like... I'm not that person. No, no, me neither. I can think of a few very good friends, though. Like, when they do get married, I'll be I'll be excited for them, right? I'll, yep. I'll be pumped for that wedding, but... Those are few and far between. Yep. Those are... And again, it's not that I, I'm not excited. Like, my two best friends did get married recently, mm-hmm. both of them in the last year and a half, and they were great. Those weddings were great because, yeah, I'm truly very close to them. Yep. And they did it in a way that I like. Like, it wasn't a ton of overdrawn, like... Pomp and circumstance. And I hate to say it, but there are certain religious weddings that go on for a very long time. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, like, some cultures like it's a you're committed to it's a three, three day hours. affair. Hey, like yeah, yeah, and it, and the, just the, the the wedding part itself goes three to four hours, and you're sitting in a church pew, and your what ass if, goes numb. And what if you were from one of those cultures and you didn't like weddings? I think you'd have to. You have to move. Yeah. Well, I think you're expected to come home, aren't you? You are. So I would that's... have to maybe disown my family, or they would disown me. I'm not sure, but. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I've got some uh, etymologies of some horse terms I'd like to hit you with if I could. Some etymologies of some horse terms. I don't have your music ready. That's okay. This is in the spirit etymology. of... Etymology. Etymology with, with Shauna. Uh, in the spirit of Stampede, I was like, why not? You know, there's there. horses. And... I have it now. Here yeah. we go. Etymology with Shauna. There it is. Asleep at the wheel there. Sorry. What do no. you got? Okay. So the first one is just, uh, it's hold your horses, right? Meaning to chill. Uh, so this actually comes from the year 800 BC. It's from the ancient Greek Iliad, one of the oldest books in Western history. Like it's a super, mm-hmm. super old term. And of course, this was back when people didn't drive cars, but horses. And the statement in the book literally translated as, Antilochus, you drive like a maniac. Hold thy horses. 
So apparently Antilochus was a maniac driver, and it all started then. And Don't we've used relax it and slow down. from this point forward. So one of the oldest, for sure. Uh, one of the next terms is beat a dead horse, which of course means wasting a lot of you know, energy on a, a useless situation. Or just like going back to the same thing over and over again. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in the 17th century, sailors were paid in advance and mostly blew their checks on booze. And after that happened, the period of work after was called dead horse time. That was because, well, then they had no paycheck to motivate them and they were maybe mm. hungover. And so they were about as productive as a dead horse. Okay. So that's when they used that one. And the next one is horseplay, meaning, you know, rough play or whatever. In the we were we were at the beach yesterday and there was I saw some serious horseplay amongst some teenage kids. Oh yeah, oh they love and really the best place if you're gonna if you're gonna horseplay the yeah. pool is the best place to do it near water. Totally the pool or the beach. Yeah, yeah. So this one is in the 16th century. Uh, horse was actually a common term to describe anything big or coarse, and that's actually how horseradish got its name because it's a. It's like a strong, coarse oh, okay. radish. So yeah. it was anything strong, big, or coarse. I never wondered why that had that had to do with horses. Yeah, right? I know. And they actually used it just generically to describe anything. And I was laughing because I was like, I, I would like to describe big, strong men this way from this point forward. Look at that horse of a man. <laughs> I'm going to say that. It's healthy as a horse. You are a horse of a man. <laughs> Oh, you look. Doesn't exactly think, sound flattering, but I don't think anybody would mind. No, nope, nope. I don't think any fellas would mind hearing that. I mean, they are they are majestic animals. So, so there you go. Some more technology with Shauna. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. You want to hear something wild? Yes, I do. Earlier this week, uh, BMW announced that they would be testing out this new business model in Korea where certain features of a vehicle, including the heated seats, would be a subscription service. What? A monthly subscription service to use the heated seats in your vehicle. No. So if a BMW owner chose not to pay the monthly fee, they would would not have access to the heated seats feature in their vehicle. Mm -hmm. They would go through the vehicle's infotainment system, and they would disable that feature. Um. It seems like everything is moving to subscription service, hey? Like totally. Everything. Even, you know, like a big one that I remember is when, when you could no longer purchase Adobe, like Photoshop or Audition, yeah. or you had to subscribe to the whole suite monthly, mm-hmm. and you can't, like, own the software anymore. This is not a good time to announce this after the outage that just happened with Rogers. Like, mm. not a great time to announce that it's going to be on a subscription service well, like this. Well, I mean, this was in Korea. Still. And if this is, like... A warning of what's to come in the audio industry oh, that that man. that sucks I mean it... like and you know I get if it's for a feature that requires some support like mm-hmm. you know OnStar and I don't know do vehicles still have OnStar I don't know I don't, but if you're paying for something like OnStar that makes sense right because there are people that man it on the other side yeah. and like I get paying a, a fee for something like that but like with heated seats the the hardware is is in your vehicle you yeah. have paid for the heated seats and now you have to also pay to use it? Well, it's, what they'll do is say, no, no, it's cheaper unless you, you can opt in to pay more. Oh, like we won't charge you to add this feature, but right? you will pay $20 so that's how a they'll, month. They'll, they'll, they'll frame it that way. Not that it's going to be that way, but they'll make it appear to be cheaper if you don't sign You know what I mean? Like, that's, I know. That is the do- and again, this is just another thing that's going to go wrong, and you're going to have these things malfunction. And then you're dependent on 
this network. Like you're calling to, support. Hey, yeah. the, my heated seats isn't working. Oh, in it looks Canada, like you're this isn't your, good. Okay? Change your credit card information. Yeah, like it'd be so. Can you imagine minus forty and all of a sudden your heated seats aren't working or your block heater? Oh, well, we've disabled your block heater because oh, you didn't pay for it. You're I like, would be. No, I would be furious. That would oh. keep me from from purchasing the vehicle. I'd be like, I'd buy from someone else. But, yeah. and I guess enough people were upset that BMW walked this back. Oh, good. And they said, no, no, we will, we we will enable heated seats by default. They said because Korea is an important market to us. I'm like, what, did, what the hell does that mean? Oh my god, what does that mean? But it's probably coming. Let me use what, what I paid means. for, right? That's mm-hmm. right. That is that's exactly right. It's, this makes wow. it seem like there is literally no end to what they might make you pay a monthly fee for yeah the heated seats in your vehicle bns in 20 minutes or less you're talking about a comedian yesterday beckler who was it kyle canane he's one of my favorite comedians so funny okay so and he got stuck at the border because he had a dui is that what happened a a couple weeks ago he released a new special on youtube and it's free and it's super funny if you want to check it out but he has this long this long joke in there about uh, a time he came to Calgary during Stampede, yeah. and they turned him away at the border because he had a DUI before. And he said it was weird because he'd been to Vancouver and Toronto and Montreal yeah. and had no problems. And then when he came here, they're like, we're sending you back home. But the the joke is all about like how well he was treated while they were kicking him out of the country. <laughs> so it's really, it's really funny. That is pretty funny. Also, it seems strange to me because, well, Cliff, my boyfriend, he goes golfing with his buddies in Montana every year. And uh, all of his buddies are from Saskatchewan, as is he. When they crossed the border one year, there were four dudes in the car. And the border agent asked the border, you know, does anybody in the vehicle have a criminal record? First guy goes, I've got a DUI. Second guy, I've got a DUI as well. Third guy, yeah, I have a DUI too. And the border guard just looked at them and was like, friggin' Canadians, <laughs> honestly. So it was only Cliff in the vehicle? Cliff was that... the only dude in the vehicle that did not have a DUI. Oh, my God. And this bar- border guard was just like, oh, my God. And clearly he sees it quite often because I guess his reaction was just he rolled his eyes like, oh, you Canadians, not man. again. Like, what in the hell? 75% of the people 75% in the vehicle. 75% of the view. Probably why Cliff was driving. Honestly. <laughs> like, like, we got the just, only guy who can, left who can drive dear here. Dear Lord. Like, that is, I mean, that's a different time. These guys are all older, but, like, honestly. That's get, not good. Get your crap together. I wonder, like, if a tour bus crosses the border, if the guard comes on and is like, all right, put your hands up if you don't have a DUI. Yeah. You got a tour bus from the prairies. It's going to make it quicker, okay? Yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. There are certain stories that you just hear at this time of year and you make me say, yeah, only during Stampede would that happen. <laughs> uh, here's another one for you. So a friend of mine and his wife were headed to a wedding in Smithers this past weekend. Smithers! Smithers! I used to live there. It was my first radio job up there. Yeah, yeah, great place. Uh, so they had flights booked for a Saturday morning. And they woke up at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. Their flight had departed at 6.15 a.m. What had happened was they'd partied a little too hard on Friday night at Stampede and missed their Saturday morning flight. Now, to be fair, I have been there before. I did. This, How do you do that? I did this once in my life. It was right before Christmas Eve. I was supposed to fly out on Christmas Eve to visit my parents. And the night before, got a little too hard in the Christmas cheer and woke up past my flight time and had to phone my parents oh, frantically and be like, man. I am not on that flight. Do not come get me. Luckily, there was one flight left that day that I rebooked on. But and uh, these friends probably didn't have one flight left to Smithers. Yeah. Uh, it's not a real busy airport up there. They actually did have one more that they could get on. Really? But they had to rebook their flight, pay in full for a last second flight. Cost them $2,000 extra dollars. $2,000? $2,000 extra dollars. 
Then they had to rebook their car rental because those only are held for a certain amount of time. They'd missed that as well, so they rebooked their car rental. And then they finally got to the wedding. I don't think I would be going if it was going to cost $2,000 extra. Well, and again, these are the things that I say only to XCIP because they, they frigged up. They knew they frigged up. They still decided they needed to get to this wedding. How old are they? Uh, mid-30s. Mid-30s. Okay, yeah. so like when you missed your flight home, I'm assuming you were quite a bit younger. I was. Yeah. Like how do two people in their mid-30s both party so hard yeah. that neither wakes the other up in time to get to a flight? I mean, I mean, first of all, I'm in my mid-30s. I wouldn't go partying that hard the night before I had a 6.15 flight to catch Eckler? to an important family event. It's Stampede, okay? <laughs> so, now these people weren't from Calgary, so they also maybe didn't realize what they were getting into on the Friday night. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm trying to help them out okay. here, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. That is a huge whoopsie poopsie. Yo, it's a it's whoopsie bigger... poopsie for sure. I mean, luckily they are older, right? So they maybe had the money to at least be able to re- Whereas when I was younger and I did this, I was very lucky because the WestJet employee was, she was very happy and full of Christmas cheer and she let me rebook that flight for hardly any extra dollars. But if it were $2,000 for you to rebook, you, I wouldn't have been going. You'd be missing Christmas. I would be like, parents, I'll see you next year. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A Calgary Heritage Moment. One of the biggest parts of the Calgary Stampede is, of course, the shows and concerts that align with the 10-day festival. Many bands will either come for Stampede or attempt to align their shows somewhat close to the Stampede dates to share in the excitement and rush of tourists and fans. Well, one particularly memorable example of this was back in 1970 when the Grateful Dead descended upon Calgary as part of what was then known as the Stampede Roundup, playing to a massive crowd at McMahon Stadium right before the Stampede festivities began. The band arrived as part of a touring show called the Festival Express, which also involved Janis Joplin and French-Canadian Charlebois, who many saw as a radical separatist from Quebec. The traveling performers actually arrived via train, which included two fully equipped train cars with instruments and amplifiers. The train had started in Toronto, then traveled to Winnipeg before arriving in Calgary in what was clearly a giant 12-day train party for all the performers involved. In fact, a quote from Janis Joplin verifies this. She was quoted saying, it's the best party I've ever been to. And at the time, her voice was growly and her hair strewn all over the place, proving the party was still going on. The manager of the Grateful Dead had this to say about their experience in Calgary. The night before we got to Calgary, the big roundup started. I think it's called the Stampede. We were part of that whole roundup week. We headed into Calgary and all the cowboys were whooping it up. We were supposed to be at the fanciest hotels, except the rooms were tight. The cowboys were tight. We looked like a bunch of drunk hippies. The town was split down the middle between cowboys for the Stampede and Grateful Deadheads that had come from as far away as Vancouver or had followed the train across Canada. You know, just the tie-dye and bronco riding. There were fights all over town. Delaney and Bonnie got into a huge row that involved Chris Christofferson. It was awful. They were all strung out on hangovers. Hilariously, that doesn't sound much different than the divide seen at the Alexis on Fire show on Tuesday night. A good mix of true Alexis fans and cowboy hats bobbing along to the music. Although, the two groups now seem to be able to coexist peacefully. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.